Hello, this is your host Ophelie, and I'm here today with Prince. Hi, Prince. Hi, Ophelie. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. So, Prince is from Prince. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. Uh, my name is Prince, and uh, I'm from Burundi, and uh, I have been here uh, on this for since 2019. And uh, recently I got asylum, and you see now I'm living in Lesbos. Before I have been living in the camp, but now I'm living out of the camp. And uh, yeah, I'm still living here. Okay, nice. Well, thank you for being here with me today, Prince. Um, and so today we're here to talk about the ways that institutional racism is affecting black asylum seekers and black refugees so like prince was saying um he's been living how long have you been here prince uh i think maybe 17 months something because i was here uh, i mean i have been here since october 2019 it is almost 17 months something like 17 that. months yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. So you used to be um, a resident of the old Moria camp and you were living in the new camp as well? Uh, I used to live in the Moria before, but uh, I think one month before Moria burned down, I am I, living out of the camp. So I have never been in the new camp. Hmm. But I'm going there every time because I have friends and I have even some activities just I'm doing there. So I'm going there, but basically I'm not living in the new camp. Okay, yeah. okay. And so, yeah, so how long were you living in the old camp for? Because you've been here for 17 months, right? Mm -hmm. So how, how many months did you live in the old camp? Uh, probably six or seven months, something like that. Okay, and you've just recently got your... Um, your asylum. Yes, I got to asylum. Yeah. And uh, so when did you get your asylum? Uh, to last month. Last month. Okay, nice. Well, congratulations. Mm, thank you so much. And so yes, yeah, so today I wanted to talk about institutional racism and the ways that, um, um, yes, yeah, so that asylum seekers, black asylum seekers, and black refugees have been affecting by it. Um, so I am. Um, I am an activist who's been supporting black refugees and black asylum seekers for over two years now. And um, I have been, I usually work on Lesvos. I've also been working in Athens and saying my, the aim of my work is to support my black communities who are in, here in Greece seeking asylum. And so from my own experience of being on the island, I have seen a lot of internalized racism from yeah from uh, from everywhere from the organization from the locals mainly from the authorities who were all targeted targeting sorry um, black asylum seekers and black refugees population uh, meaning since i've came uh, since when i came on the island last year the first thing i ended up doing was supporting uh, a couple who was from Congo who just got stabbed in the camp uh, by other communities who are trying to stall their fun and the authority really neglected this couple like nobody was helping them they suffered from a lot of racism 
in the hospital and also in town and um, so I thought it would be good to hear from a, a former asylum seeker and now a, a refugee about about racism yeah uh, I think this is a good point or good topic to talk especially as black man who is living here especially again in these conditions because uh personally i'm re i'm facing uh racism like almost everywhere where i'm going you see you go to hospital you face these you are in the city while walking around you face these you go you are even in the camp because it's like even some ngos we know that there are some racist people you know because they are everywhere because just they are people they are free to go wherever they want you know yes not all ngos they are racist because NGOs means people are working there but still there are some and uh, we are facing this and I have different uh, examples I can give uh, from different areas like you go to hospital you have appointments let's say the doctor actually not the, the doctor uh, it's like you go to the receptionist you book appointment they give you you become like uh, let's say Monday 9 in the morning perfect eight and a half you are there then you are sitting on the line and you will wait and you will be the last person to be seen by the doctor but you show the ultimate it is nine hmm. and you are there for eight and a half actually you came even in the time in and the they time make you, wait. you have to wait and you will be the last one and sometimes in, even doctor say no i'm tired go and close appointment we come next day mm. so this is happening i have been witnessing this personally again for other people i know so so you go for example to the police you have like a residence i mean the asylum decision so you go for like to to get appointment for fingerprint Fingerprints yes, to have fingerprint your passport. To passport and ID card. Yes. So you go there and they say, oh, go, 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 go. You will come. Why? No appointment now. But like other they refuse to see you, you mean? They just course, refuse to see of you. Of course. And the other people, they come, <laughs> they receive them. Other people, meaning other people who are not black. Yes, people who are not black. They see you, know? you are You go to different NGOs, you ask help because they are helping others but there is something which is going on and it's like go wait okay we'll call you you see but you have to have deep analysis to make sure if it is because you to are have black deep what sir to deep like ah it's like you analyze what is happening yes, to okay, you deep analysis, yes, yes. Sorry. because sometimes it is not uh, clearly done you know you mean clearly what's happening to you yes as exactly, a black refugee exactly. Or like so you go this oh okay well, sorry wait maybe come tomorrow okay wait next week it's like just they are playing you you know yeah because it is if it is in the camp it is supposed to be humanitarian they should be yeah, exactly. no racist yes but yes. you see because people they have these in them so still they are it is happening you know so and this is a real issue i think is it's very it's internalized yes so you have many people coming to the island uh, volunteers and humanitarian workers yeah. 
with the aim of supporting marginalized communities. Yeah. But those people within them, they have internalized racism and especially those who are white who are not aware that um, because of their whiteness, you know, they um, they benefit from the system because we are living in institutions that are racist, meaning in within those, like those institutions were built to benefit white people and anybody who is black within those institutions will suffer from this blackness. And so when you have refugees coming to the island, uh, sorry, when you have um, volunteers coming to the island, people who can just leave and they can go, they can do whatever, sometimes they don't realize that they're perpetrating racism. Yeah, I, I think it is, it, is, uh, it is the problem who has, uh, I think, uh, <coughs> I can call strong roots. Uh, this is a problem because uh, uh, even if someone is white and is not racist, it seems to be like a miracle. Mm. As if every, every white person should be racist. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's like if you are white, you are white. And you are not racist. It's like it is. It is not normal. You see. <laughs> yeah. But and also for me, it is racism is not just being like uh, verbally like rude to someone. Yeah. Racism is also due to someone who is white, and because of his race, this yeah. person is gonna. Uh, his life trajectory is gonna be positively positively impacted because of their race. This is what like being white you benefit from racism. So it doesn't mean that you're like verbally racist, you're attacking people on their physique. It also means you have deeply internalized the fact that because you are white, you're going to have certain privilege that other people don't have. Yeah, uh, again, uh, I think, because me, I have been to, I have different uh, white friend. Yeah. So if you are a friend, the first thing he will tell you is, I'm not racist. Yes, yes. As if he was supposed, or maybe he's allowed to be racist, and he's making record of not being racist. Yeah, like being proud of being white. Yes, and not being racist. As if everyone has to be racist, and for him he's different because he's not racist, you see? Yeah. So, and I always think about this, and I think uh, it is a problem, a serious problem, and I think it's from childhood where they, I don't know how they are being raised in their families, but uh, I doubt if they become racist when they are, they are, they are uh, old, mm-hmm. uh, let's say adult. But I think it's from their childhood. I don't know how they are being I, raised. No, but I right. doubt, I doubt when I see their behavior toward us, like black people. So especially refugees and asylum who are in a weak position to defend themselves because like as refugee you, you you don't have anything you know so if you are asking everything and you are in that in such weak position of not having anything so it is very hard you know you mean it's very hard to yeah to I'm tell say- people off uh, no, because I'm, of their behavior i'm saying if you are a refugee, you are different from another one who is not a refugee in yeah. which way. For example, you, you are a black woman, yeah. but you are not a refugee. Yeah. So which means you have some right, you have some power in terms of like uh, autonomy. Yes. So because you have your money, you go to shop anything. 
right? Yeah. So if Dosera is racist or no, you don't care because you have your money so and he has product. Shopping, so even yeah. if he is racist, you don't care because you are giving money. So and even I can if, go to another shop exactly. and I can still do so, my shopping. And he knows this. So it's like he does, he's not uh, giving you any favor, right? Mm. So because just you exchange money and the product. So but for us refugee, you are in the camp, you have nothing. So everything you will be provided, everything will be provided to you. So which means someone who is going to give you, he has some judgment on you. So whatever is going to give you is going to consider as favor. So if you want to give favor, you have a preference. So which preference are you going to have if you are racist? You understand what yeah, I'm saying? You're gonna you're gonna favor other exactly like, non-black refugees exactly. over black exactly. refugees. But if you are saying you are racist or no, you want money. Yeah. So I have money, you give me. So but I'm asylum seeker. You are I'm the camp. You are distributing anything, right? Yeah. So you don't have obligation to give me. Because um, it is your staff, or maybe yeah, you are no, a volunteer yeah. somewhere, you come to help, and you help whoever you want. Yeah, there is if no you are racist, say. if you have this, like, exactly. like those racist behaviors and this internalized racism. So it's going to you influence will, you, and you... Yeah, you will, like, favoritize. Exactly. Because if you are, you are doing, even if you are working in the camp, you are in a good position to give favor to whoever you want. To everyone, yeah. Exactly. And me who is being targeted by racist people, it is a good occasion to, to discriminate me. It is happening. You, you, you go in the camp, you, you can ask. They will tell you, uh, we don't know what NGOs they are doing. We don't know. Yeah. So, and it is, it, it is in, all, in all sectors, or maybe in all ways. So what I do think, you mean? I mean, uh, as asylum seeker or refugee on island, this island, uh, it's like... Uh, the racism, the experience come from like everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. For example, yeah. I can give you another example. When you, you, I, I am walking in the street, so I have to make sure I'm not with other black people. For example, if I'm walking alone, if I see police, I have to escape police. I, I, I'm saying if I'm one. Because I'm sure 100% whenever you pass to the police, they will stop me. Mm -hmm. I am sure 100%. If I am rushing, if I am being late to somewhere, I see police, I escape there. Because I'm sure they will stop me. Okay, show, blah, 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 show, blah, blah. Everything. They will check everything. Yeah. And uh, party, they are not checking everyone. Because of anti-blackness racism. Of course, It's of like course. everybody who is black um, is a threat to them. Yes. Because if they see me, yeah, it's like uh, they get attention uh, about me, you know. They have to stop me, check a message, la, 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 where do you live, where are you going, la, la, la. So, okay, they check. When I meet other police, even the previous police saw that I have been checked, they check again, you see. Yeah. Uh, it's like uh, I'm forcing to be passing, you know. It's like I'm not allowed to be somewhere, you know. Mm -hmm. And this is is happening daily. So I have to make sure I don't give any chance. So I have to make sure I am, I have everything required to be going. You see what I'm and saying? you also avoid being with other people, other black people in no, the street? No, I, I, I cannot, I cannot decide to be walking if we are five or four in the street, you know, because I'm sure... But you have that fear. 
So everyone, every time you're walking in the street with other black people, you have that fear of being targeted by the by the police. Because I have been experiencing this, I have been trying this, and always we were arrested. Of course, arrested to check because they are, they are trying to find excuse, you know. Yeah, because they can't do anything else but yes. like target you because yes. of like your paper and yes. you having the right. So I have to make sure I'm clean with paper, message, blah, blah, what. And sometimes there is even where we go and they say, go, 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 go back. But you see other people, they are going, they are passing. So he's a police, you, you, you are not in a position to go and comfort them. Then you go, you see. Yeah. So it might be happening even for other refugees, yes, but for us it is special. Yeah, because of yeah. like, yeah, it's very common and it's something that I've also witnessed on this island is that there is a fear of blackness on this island. People fear and see black people as a threat. And it's coming mostly from the authority, but it's also coming from locals and it's also coming from people in organization. Because um, I've many times I was working with black asylum seekers and black refugees who are my friend in town, and we also got checked. We also got checked. I also got checked, even though I I am a black European, but just because I'm black, you know, they always ah. they also see me as a threat. But because I have my passport, you know. I can complain, I can be like, you have no right to do that to yeah. me. But someone yeah. who doesn't have their papers, who are, like you said, in a position where yeah. they are in need of other people's support. I, I, I call it a weak position. In a weak yeah. position where you don't have anything, you know, because you don't have paper, you are asylum seekers, you are afraid if maybe we get rejection or... So blah. you don't say anything. You so don't people... say anything because, you know, these people, they still have my case, you know. Tomorrow they can use my behavior and reject my case, you see what I'm saying. Yeah. So you still have uh, fear, you know. So you say, you think like you don't have right, you know. Yeah. Even if you might know, no, they should not be doing this, but you are afraid because, you know, you want something which is not in your hand because you don't know how they make a decision about our asylum cases. Mm -hmm. So you imagine, mm, if I have some confrontation, some tension with police and they report my case, blah, 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 and I don't know what will happen, blah, blah, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so this is, this is the fear we are living, the fear, you know? And still, even if you get here asylum, you get ID card, you get passport, still you are afraid somehow, you know. Because you think, okay, if maybe I have just a little confrontation by police, they will use this. what they're going to do, yes. Meaning it's very normalized to have that police brutality and yeah, people yeah. who are subject of that don't say anything because of all those fears. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, uh, police brutality towards black communities, especially black um black men it's a real issue in all of europe and in america because we're living in institutions that are deeply racist and the authority you know they're kind of they're protecting those institutions but on this island it's very extreme like i have seen police giving fine to black people for not wearing masks in terms of like the lockdown and the covid situation while they were wearing masks. Yeah, exactly. Even me, I, I, I have been fined in uh, October. Mm -hmm. But just I was having mask in my pocket. Where I put, where you, you put the mask in the pocket, maybe you are just like uh, after drinking water or maybe after yeah. something. Directly the police came. Then I was just wearing the mask. He said, no, 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 no. I was my friend. We got all fined. 
But when they were giving the fine, other people they were passing. Yeah. They were not having masks. And I remember my friend was complaining. It also happened to me when I was My friend was complaining. Yeah. Compa- no, no, no. But my friend, why me? Why not others? And he said, no, 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 no. My friend, my friend, my friend. But what can you do? It's like, if you make, if you complain a lot, they will even put other fine because you cannot face government. Yes. Because the police means government exactly. to me. Exactly. So you're not allowed to tell them off about their behavior. No. Yeah. Because the police is government. Yes. Who am I to face government? So. Yes. And they, especially on this island, the authority here, they think they have all power. So even I was giving a fine one day and I was working in the street of Mitilini and this police officer came to me. And it was very disturbing because what he did is that he asked me if I was from Moria and I was like, no. And then he started flirting with me. So he was like, do you want to come to my house? You're from Moria. And he didn't really understand English. So he didn't even... He didn't even want to understand what I was trying to say, telling him that no, I wasn't living in Moria's, no, I wasn't interested in following him home. But when he understands that I was saying no to him, then he started getting upset. And then he decided to find me for not wearing a mask while I was wearing a mask. Yeah. And then the second time it happened to me and I was amongst Greek people, none of them were wearing masks. I was wearing my mask and the police officer wasn't wearing his mask. But he came to check me and I showed him my passport and then he assumed that my passport was fake. Be- and that Because he cannot believe you you can have the passport from France. Exactly. <laughs> and that I am black and I am on the island. It doesn't make sense for him. <laughs> yes. So then he just decided to find me. And then I was telling him how... Greek people all around me, nobody was wearing masks. And he was like, I'm talking to you. Yes. And he really wanted me to be submissive. And this was very disturbing for me. And I was with some of my Greek friends who even told him in Greek that it made no sense. But he told them back in Greek that I needed to like just to shut the fuck up. (laughs) And then he fined me. Yeah. So then you can imagine if it happened to you, who has... uh passport not from here who is not a refugee yeah you can imagine your power i'm saying like a confidence you you yeah, feel because i am still like i am a black european but i am privileged in comparison to black people but it happened island. to you so imagine someone yeah, exactly. who is asylum seekers here we stuck on the island so yes it, it, it is very hard right Okay, so something else that happened to me since um, I was working here, um, since I've been working here in Lesbos, supporting black refugees and black asylum seekers, others than police brutality, is, um, uh, yeah, it's racism, like violent um, interaction with locals, where, um, like for instance, one day I was in a restaurant and um, they asked me uh, in an aggressive way to leave the restaurant and their reason and the argument was that if I was there inside the restaurant as a black person, I would scare away possible uh, customers. So they just wanted me to leave. They literally told me, we don't want black people here. You know, you can buy the food and then you have to leave, which was very, it was like a very violent interaction and on top of being um, being harassed by the police, 
having had that experience as a black European who is privileged because I have a passport so I can leave, this is when I really try, I really started to understand how how much violence black people have to go through on this island and how normalized it is. Because if there is one thing uh, that I realized is that when I, when I started working and supporting my black communities, they wouldn't really talk about those all those racist experiences as if it was normal, um, as if it was normal. And so anyway, um, another question that I have is in terms of asylum claims um obviously in in lesbos there is there is a huge black communities i think black communities especially congolese rep communities represent 10 percent inside the camp but in terms of asylum claim you have a lot of rejection people are getting rejections every day more than any other communities and for me it's to do to institutional racism and the way that black asylum seekers and black refugees are all, always seen as economic migrants rather than refugees, like the rather than people who have right to ask for asylum. Uh, uh, I think it can, it can make sense to, to relate this because uh, there, is, there is this mentality behind uh, black people in Europe, which is saying that black people they come to Europe just to immigrate to Europe. They are migrant. Uh, no one wants to believe that in Africa there is war where people they are just uh, living because of safety. You know, so they have this prejudgment. So you are black or not? You are migrant. Yeah. So for you, you are not a refugee. You know. So if. Let's say someone who's going to make a decision about your case is having this prejudgment in him or in her. Of, going, of, of course, this prejudgment is going to influence her or him to reject you. Because already he's, mm, this black, this African, yeah. or he like Europe, he wants to come to Europe. He wants nah, to nah. like, you know, take opportunities. Yes, so, so he's not a refugee, he's not a yes, refugee. Yes. So this is going to be a good excuse to reject you, you know? Yes. So, because we have to understand that this problem of racism is not something which is new. No. It's something that it has been for a long time. You know? Yeah, it's deeply rooted. So if it is deeply rooted, so... Always is going to influence people. It's going yes. to influence. Yes. So to be fair, sometimes it is a problem for those people who are making those decisions, you know? You mean whose people? People who decide to come here? No, no. People who are deciding to give asylum, to give um, yeah. whatever they want to give. Because as because refugee... Because in their mind... Yes. Because as refugee, you are asking. You are asking asylum. You are asking food. You are in your position so there's a problem someone to give you something if he's having this prejudgment you that you are a you are a migrant you are not refugee because already you are going to be considered differently to from people who are refugee but they don't consider you as refugee no. so it's still a problem so it makes sense to have many many rejection for people black people because they say no let us reject this migrant yeah, because right. they're like being pictured as migrant rather than forced migrants, the people who are coming here to ask for asylum. And this is the thing, because as a black European, something that um, 
that is very present for black communities in Europe is this way that we are being portrayed as um, we, we are not welcome in Europe. Let's, let's put it that way. We're not welcome in Europe. And for us who have, who are part of like African diaspora, you know, our family came, I'm, I'm, um, my mom came, she immigrated to Europe in the 1990s and she was never welcome in Europe in terms of integration. She always struggled, you know, and I think people are not willing to recognize that what make African people live it's not just economic reason, it's, it's persecution, conflict. There, was a conf uh, there is a conflict in my country, meaning many of my cousins have come to France. There is conflict in Congo, there is conflict in Cameroon, there is conflict in Burundi, and those are, most of the, those are some of the most neglected conflicts. And also, because of colonization, you know, every black person in Europe is considered as others and if this person is not born in Europe then they're considered people who came here just to have a better life you know we don't take into consideration that they were fleeing um, fleeing like persecution in their country or you know how um, in in Africa um, yeah how can I put it like what the white man did to Africa is more than just create economic hardship. Um, there is also a society of political repression, clandestine murders happening in Africa due to colonization. And those things, nobody is willing to talk about them. You know, the Western world is not willing to recognize that they are the reason why there is so many conflict and so many corruption in Africa that is pushing and forcing African people to move to Europe. I, I think this is the point that uh, Europeans or maybe even uh, other people from those, uh, let's say, developed country, they have to understand. Uh, I don't think African people, they like Europe, to be honest. I don't think they like Europe because... Uh, if you, 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 you are born in Africa and you are raised in Africa and you come to Europe when you are in the 20s like me or maybe other, mm -hmm. I don't think there is something special you can like from Europe unless you are forced to come. So, and this is different because people from Europe, they don't think you come here because you are forced to come. They think it's just you like Europe. You, go, you want to steal that thing, yes, the opportunity. Want to, you, you want to enjoy Europe. Yeah. So, uh, yes, you come because Europe, you believe there is permanent safety. Yes. So, yes, let's say we, we come to enjoy the permanent safety. Okay, yes. I agree that we come to enjoy the permanent, the permanent, permanent safety. safety yeah. Otherwise, I don't think we come to enjoy the weather. I don't think we have better weather. I don't think we come to enjoy their culture. No. I don't think we come to enjoy their food. I don't think we come to enjoy their... The way we they they socialize with others, because we are from Africa, we have we are from collective cultures, you know. Yeah. But yet it's different. So I don't think you can enjoy being in individual culture if you are from collective, because it is because even this is a big challenge for you to get integrated. Cultural differences that so, are hard. So this is what I'm saying. People they have to understand there is not much to enjoy. But Especially when you know when you come here asking for asylum, the way you have no like 
opportunities for integration you no. know what is there to enjoy so what do you enjoy you don't enjoy weather you even to have a friend is difficult even the way european live is different the way african we live you know and you know everyone likes the way the, the living style from his country so i can be in europe even maybe 10 years or maybe 20 but i can never enjoy europe the more i have been enjoying burundi this is obvious mm. you are from central africa right yes, yes but you can never enjoy france the the way you have been enjoying central well, africa i was born in france but my mom was born there and for my mom yes. this is very accurate because she never really integrated into the french you you, you never no she you doesn't never. she still not still today um our dream is to go back to africa of course even we are here because of safety i believe and i wish tomorrow i can say okay my country is safe then i can go back but this is the thing, you know, for people coming here to ask asylum, <laughs> if they are, and I don't want to use the word lucky, but I'm going to use this one, if they are lucky enough to have um, their asylum, they can only have their asylum if they lose their right to go back to their country. Because people, they have to understand that if you are a refugee in Europe, you know that there are things that you can never do. Yeah, you like going back to your country, to your home country. Yes, but I'm saying in terms of your life. Let me say like, like, like this, for example. You, 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 you are from France. Yeah. Have you ever seen the black president of France? No. Have you ever seen the prime minister black in France? No. So why? Because they don't have a educated black people in France. No, obviously no. no no they do so, have yeah so it's because of institutional so racism what does it mean it means you can come to a country european country you get asylum blah blah they give you a passport whatever yeah. but believe me there's stuff you will never do yeah you will always be denied you will never economic, do it you smart enough you equality. have bright ideas but they are blocked they are, you have like you are in the cycle yeah Again, you are the second your whole life, and no one like this. Yeah. So this is something people they have to understand that you are here because of reason, not because of economic. No, what is because it? you were forced. To yes. 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 What is being rich in a country where no one uh, you don't feel home? You know. Yes. Because what is a passport? You have a passport, French passport, Dutch passport, German passport, but you are not German. Mm-hmm. And you will never jam. You will never be German. Yes. Because uh, in, in, in because other people they will not they will never see you as as German. So they this, will it, see you as a black person yes. who is living in Again, Germany. they know that there are some some position you never get. Yeah. So this is why people they have to understand this and know that we are aware of this. Yeah. And there is no reason to think no blah blah no. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. And also, this is why I just uh, the point I want to make is, we don't come here for economic reason. We come here because we are forced to come because we don't have safety in our countries. So maybe I don't want to go deep to 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 speak why we don't have these permanent wars in our countries because people they know why. Yeah. So for me, it is very 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 sad. To, to 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 make people leave their country and again you don't want to receive them in your country you see yeah. so it is very sad yeah and also i think 
you know, lots of people that I've been interacting with, you know, um, and they've all, um, they all have really um, good reason to to come here and ask for asylum. And the idea of Europe was something else, you know, in the mind of the of uh, people coming from Central Africa, which is the community I've been interacting the most, Europe is a place where they will finally get, get safety. A lot of times they've been telling me how Europe is a continent of human rights. You know, they came here expecting to be safe, to be protected, and the reality for them, especially as black Africans, is otherwise. You know, they're suffering here. They're they are trapped in camp for years before they have interviews and they're even being considered for asylum. And then their experience living in camp is going to be deeply impacted by their the blackness and they're going to receive less, more, less support than any other communities. And it's just... Obviously, it's institutional racism, but for them, in the mind of the African who came here to ask for asylum, you know, how, what the world I'm looking for, it's just how heartbreaking. Yeah, uh, uh, for me, I think when we say safety, it is something which is big, you know. Yes, Europe, it is a continent which is, which is the safest continent. Uh, is it very for black people? This is, is where, it really for black people? This is where I want to make a point. Uh, yes, it is, but not for not for black people. Yeah. This is what I want to make as point. Yes, it is safe, safe because there is no war in Europe. But the, the absence or maybe the lack of uh, war doesn't uh, define the safety. Mm -hmm. This is what I want to make as point. Yes, no bomb, no people sh shooting on others. But you will get the, the discriminated in every way. So, and which means you are not safe at all. So, but when you are escaping or maybe when you are freeing here, you, sometimes you don't know this. You don't know that, okay, you will come, you will get asylum, but you will be discriminated everywhere. Yeah, it's like they refuse to treat you as human. Yes. You know. So, but they will say, no, we have human rights, of course, but you have to know human rights to who? So this is where you, you see that it is just like speaking on the human right, but there's this division. Because Europeans, they have human right. Yeah. They have uh, safety. Because no police is going to go and aggress them, you know? Yeah. So this is why if they say, okay, we have safety, who is going to say no if they have them? But the question is, does this safe this is safety for everyone? Uh, only for white people. This is the question. So is this human right for... Is is it for everyone? So this is where the question is. Yeah. So this is why the European can say whatever he wants because he has the freedom of speaking. But if you are black, you have to be calculating or minding what you are, you are saying. Yeah. So this is, uh, this is yeah. what I'm saying, by, I'm meaning by safety. Yes, no, you're right. So in my country, there is a certain level of, there is a lack of certain level of safety. And even here is the same. Because always I be facing the brutality of police. Always I, I, I will be having, a, I will be discriminated in every area. So this is not safety.
So, but people might say, no, it doesn't make sense because here we have human rights, you have safety. Because you're in Europe and you're yeah. being seen. Yes. It's like this new European dream. Yeah. People thinking that being in Europe means. Yeah, for Europe, maybe. For European, it's fine. For Europeans, because they're in their home, babe, it's okay. But you have to, to know that we are targeted. Not only here I'm living, and they have a feeling that even in other countries, you know, I have people in Germany, I have people in, in the Netherlands, I have people in France. We talk. So we, we, we have to be aware of this. And what me personally I try to do is to try to not give any chance. What do I mean by this? Whatever I'm, I'm doing, I have to do it at maximum. Just let me just break this down. For example, if I'm walking in the road, I have to make sure I send the message. I have the, I have my paper on with me. I have to make sure if there is a capsule, I have to make sure it is before the capsule arrived, because I know there will be no any flexibility to me. So I don't have to give any chance. Again, let's say for example, I'm going to apply a job, right? I have to make sure I have the maximum of all requirement document. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I have to be competitive in everything. Because whenever... Because you know, because you exactly, are black, they Exactly, will, exactly. Because yes. I know whenever I will give any chance to be kicked out, it will be automatic. So this is the pressure I have, you know. When I'm having job, I have to make sure I cannot make any single mistake. But you know, we are people, we are human, always we are making a mistake. Yeah. Because I'm sure that my mistake can never be tolerated. So I have to, I have to know this, again, I have to understand this. For example, if I meet a police sometimes, because sometimes police, they are somewhere, then you didn't know them, then directly you, you, you reach them. I don't even wait them to ask me anything. I see them directly. I, I, I take my phone from my pocket, I show the message directly, I talk my address, my card, everything I show them, even before asking me anything. Because this, I know what they want, again, I know they want to check. So if I want to save my time, I show, this is the message, this is my address, this is my card. To just be done with it. Exactly, before, before even asking me this. Because I don't want to give a chance. So you don't feel safe at all. This no, no, is what no, no, you were no. explaining in yes. terms of like safety. Yeah. How, you know, so this kind of, because it, it is violence. This yeah. kind of violence yeah. just doesn't allow you to feel safe. And obviously, yeah. And I'm not going to ask them, why are you not asking other people who are passing? No. Because you know they will get yes. even more aggressive with you. Of course. You they so, can yeah. even beat me. They can put me the prize and they can do whatever they want because they have the full power. So I have to know this and I have to know how to deal with this. So this is what I, I was saying by not giving them any chance. Because I, I know that I am targeted every time, every day and everywhere I am. I have to be careful. So so if you say safety, I don't see any safety here. No? When it comes to this, because I feel pressure. And the, 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 the sad thing again is that the pressure is not going to, <laughs> to stop. I don't believe tomorrow is going to stop this pressure, you know. Yeah. And I don't feel 
when I will be out of Greece, the, the pressure will be reduced. I don't know where I will go and maybe don't have this pressure of police, brutality or other discrimination, you know. Because if I have people from other countries, I'm saying European countries, and they are telling me the same, so I don't see any chance to be where this problem is not there, see. Mm. Yeah. Because this is the problem which has long, long roots, you know. Yeah, it's deeply rooted in people's minds and thoughts yeah. and behaviors yeah. and... Um, yeah, because this is how institutional racism works. Yeah, because because I, I ha, I'm sure that, let's say, people from the top government or top institutions, they know this. Of course. So how do you want this to stop, yet you are not doing anything to stop this? Yeah. Because you go just speak, maybe it is written in your role, in your constitution, that you know what, but... Yeah, it's Whenever they report any case, what do you do for this? Nothing, because there is nothing we can do, because there is a deep-rooted, like, the way that people are treating Now, we are, now we, are, we, are, we are saving, uh, I mean, we are experiencing uh, this uh, coronavirus, yes. which is a global pandemic. Yes, yes. And everyone is seeing how Europe is doing whatever they can. Mm-hmm to face, to tackle this global pandemic, I'm mm-hmm. saying Corona, because it is touching even white people, right? Because Sorry, now, what do you mean? I'm saying because now it is global. Yes. Problem, Europe is it's now. It's touching everyone. Uh-huh, so Not now just... Europe is making decisions, blah, 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 because it is global. But have you ever seen decision made about racism? No. And we, I don't think even we see this. Why? Because this is the problem of one part of people. And also I'm saying because black they, people. Exactly, and because they're benefiting from that. You know, exactly. Europe is still taking resources. Europe and the old Western exactly. world, they're still taking resources from us. They don't want us to reclaim our, our power because otherwise they wouldn't be benefiting from us. They can't... And they will have to give us equality and justice and reparation, which is something they're not willing to do at all. Yeah, this is this is what I'm saying. This is the problem, which is very very strong. Again, it is they know where it is. It is closed, uh, and they don't to 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 release, you know, because they know where they. They know why they closed that door. Yes, and they they want to keep this closed, you know. Because they know what they are benefiting from this. And uh, I think it is very, very complicated. I think so too. And I, I think, think that it's going to take more than white people just saying we are not racist, but challenging their behaviors and how they are perpetrating racist systems. And yeah, and it's also going to take decolonizing the refugee crisis and recognizing that black um, asylum seekers have the right for refugee status. Um, and yeah, um, yeah, thank you for sharing with us today about your experience as a black refugees, Prince. Thank you for taking time to, to speak with us. Um, and yes, <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say. Uh, thank you, Oferi. And uh, finishing, I would like to add this. Uh, I think maybe in their 
rules about refugee and other stuff, I believe maybe the law is clear that uh, refugees should be treated equally than everything. I believe in their rules, mm-hmm. in their constitution. But the problem comes when it come. The problem comes when it comes to implement those laws. Mm-hmm. Why? I mean, what am I going to, to to say here? If you have the law, which is saying okay, every refugee, black or not black, has this right, this, 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 and this, because I think it is well stated in their constitution or maybe in the law. The problem is when they want to implement this. So the problem is how these people are going to implement this law which is written somewhere. So, if they're going to not implement it fairly or the way it should be, mm-hmm. to correct this, for me, I think if they have uh, education about racism and European or maybe white people, they should have this education since they are child, send their children to know black people, they are people like others. Black people, there is no difference between black people and white. The only difference is just you have melanin and maybe they, they don't have or maybe they don't have many melanin, I don't know. That's the, the difference of color, right? Because if you feel this since you are a child, you grow up considering black as normal people like you yes. and this mentality will make you treat people equally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, always you have this superiority complex. Yes. And whatever you want to do for black, you think you are saving them. Mm-hmm. So you think you are giving a favor because you think you are superior. Yes, is it you think you are giving a favor? So, because if you think you are superior, so helping people, it's helping people is a favor. Yes. And you know, it's we like give favor to whoever you want. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, this is what I'm saying by favor. I think white people, they have to know that uh, there is not giving favor. They are just doing what they have to do. Yes, exactly. But, not, di- yeah. but this mentality, they but have to... This is to also ha- the mentality of the white savior. This is what yeah. I'm saying. That this mentality, have to, they have to have it since they are a child. Yes, yes. And to have this since you are a child, it depends on the education you are being given. Yes, true. Because and it's also to do with how much you privilege you, you you benefit from being white in society in western society because um yeah because the white man comfort is built on the black man suffering yes yes i understand this but when, when it comes to benefiting it is because you are growing yes you are 15 20 you enjoy the the, the benefit yes so let's say when you are still young which education are you receiving or maybe are you gaining about black people? Yes. So are you... That's when you're young. Exactly. Are you being educated that black people, they are people like you? Or maybe you are being educated that you as white, you are superior to black. Or maybe you don't realize it. Because... Your life trajectory will be positively impacted by your whiteness. So some people are so comfortable that they refuse to see that for them to be comfortable, it means someone else is suffering. 
and some white people and this is like it's to do with white privileges some white people are not are not willing to recognize that privilege and let go of this privilege uh, yes but i think before recognizing your privilege it you have to understand that uh, uh because if you are having a privilege and you are taught that you are superior to someone else you will think that it's normal to have privilege because you are superior yes so what i want to make is like before you go there you have to understand that you are not superior to anyone else this is the the, the, yeah. the the basic so to have this feeling you have to be educated since you are a child yes. so this way i'm coming to education which education are they receiving now when they're five six I don't know the book they are reading. I don't know the movie they are watching. I don't know the, the stories their mother and father are telling in their families. I don't know them. But if I see this uh, complex, I mean superiority complex they have, I think they get this from their families. From education, yeah. Education, and this is the way they have to tackle. You are so right. And education is an institution that is uh-huh. perpetrating. This is the way they have to check. Yes. Otherwise, if they don't check there, they feel, they feel, no, I am white. So to have privilege is normal. Yeah. But if you say, if they know that, no, what is being white? It's just the matter of color. I'm not yeah. superior. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm normal like someone else. So now, when it comes to privilege, say, ah, why am I having a privilege and other they are suffering? Yet we are equal. So this, this is the point of having privilege will not make sense anymore for them. Yes, and this is why they say, no, 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 no. We should be equal. They can fight. They can just help black people too, to fight. Mm-hmm. But whenever they are feeling superior, it will be always making sense to I have a privilege. I think it's internalized for amongst white people. It's internalized to be in that position, yes, a superior position. Yes, my question is how do they uh, internalize this? This is the no, other point. And you are right. You say this, it. Yes. It's because of it starts when they are children because of the education uh-huh. and education is an institution that is very <laughs> racist. So they perpetrate this racism. In, in amongst black like white people white yeah. children and this is where it needs to be targeted yeah, it yeah. starts with education and with what we are feeding in the mind of young white people yeah yes because this is why police they they they, 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 they target you because they don't feel or maybe they don't sense that you you are like them yeah they have this complex that you are that they are better than us. exactly this then the why, question the question is how do they get there yeah it's from education and this is why among like white saviors you know they always assume that saviors have to be white so that white people are the ones who are helping and who need to be helping. And that people who are in need of help are black people and people of color. And this is, it's internalized amongst them. And this is why when, if we wanted to eradicate this problem of racism, we should start by educating people. Yes. Uh, educating young, young white and children. And decolonizing the way we see, the way like decolonizing the refugee crisis and yes. the way refugees are seen yes and this is going to be part of education because uh if there is uh, there is uh, refugees crisis but white people they're not they are normal they are not uh, they are like other people i think is not going to make uh, too much problem why because you will come as refugee 
and they will see you as refugee and they can help you as someone who just has the chance of being in a safe country yeah but he not consider he not help you as someone who is superior to you yes yeah because what is annoying me to me is this superiority complex and i don't like the way it is developed and i think they should tackle this from its its, uh, from its roots yes its root yes. and its education yeah i agree institution what are they teaching and what? why are they teaching that exactly. why are they continuously teaching exactly. that exactly this way for me it is it looks to be hypocrisy to make law which is saying no racism people they are equal and you go in your education what you are teaching you are saying no 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 white race is superior than black race yes. why does it mean always it will be contrast so you will be telling people don't do racism legally but know that you should do it because you are superior to them yes so this is why it is hypocrisy for me to say no europe is equal blah 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 and this blah, is blah. what is in the mind of white people coming on this island to support the refugee population in their minds they have this deep understanding of themselves being superior to people of color and black people especially yeah yeah so the, the, this is to me problem and the, this way I, i was giving my my, my 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 idea how we can No, I agree. Uh, how I agree they can that education needs to be targeted. Because I don't think the the, the, the child the white child of two years believe is superior to black he's, child of two years. Taught to think that way. Exactly. The question is why do they teach them? Yes. Why? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Because everyone is born like uh, I like to use this metaphor. If you are born it's like you are like the paper the white the pa- white white paper, paper. Yeah. well what, not white like a blank paper okay thank yes, you blank you paper nothing. nothing is written no, on you that, yeah. and your society they have to write what they want you to be to think and exactly, act like, exactly. Yes. because for me if you are racist and you are 20 it means when you were young you have thought about something right because yeah. you cannot come up with this idea of waiting no it's deeply no, no. it's deeply rooted in us in our institution well with that we're gonna have to end the conversation oh that was the point i was trying to But make this and is, you made a really good point and i'm very thankful and grateful for you to have to come um for the time you took today to come here with us and share about your experience as a black refugee a former resident of maria camp and yeah thank you for being here prince you're welcome Mofei. and this was um this was the unheard refugee voices by everyone